nobody to my left i'm going solo today how we doing rebels how you doing today today is a good day all right now i am filming this in the past so when you watch this just know that it was recorded not this week that you're listening <laughs> your boy's smart sometimes a little bit all right he's got some coffee today tony's not here he has vacationed to new hampshire momentarily so i stole his fucking coffee tony i stole your coffee Listen to that shit. I probably put too much creamer. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to drink coffee. Honestly, I don't. I just now started to kind of drink coffee. And I'm 23. And I still don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, yeah, your boy going solo today. But today's a good day. Today's a big day, right? We got two things to talk, talk about. Number one, our two big releases that just came out smack today, just now, at noon. And that we're in World Chase Tag. Right? So let me get the monologue over with before we get into that. Anyway, Rebels, thanks for reporting back to the hideout and welcome to episode 14. I'm your Rebel host, Tyler Soflo, a.k.a. Solo Lonely Boy. To my left is... It's nobody. Nobody. I'm going to die alone. Uh, and this is the place to come to for a new way to follow the movement. Here we'll be talking about everything and anything in the parkour and freerunning world, from content reactions to updates, interviews, reviews, advice, and more. But we do it our way. So today we're going to do it my way. <laughs> uh, so keep tuning in to see what that means. Today's task will be about World Chase Tag and our two new releases under our you know brand name, SoFlow Movement. Uh, I do have some notes uh, about what I want to talk about in the Book of Truth. So as per usual, your boy's got to open up the Book of Truth. And when he opens up the Book of Truth, right, he's got to play this. And that's how you open that. Uh, right, so our two new releases that came out today at noon is our 14T... And our GoPro and SoFlow edit. Oh, GoPro X SoFlow edit. How do, however you want to call it. Um, yeah, so these two are pretty important simply because of all like the little behind the scenes work and whatnot that has been put into it. Um, you know, maybe for some of you, you see this shirt or you see the video and you're like, all right, well, that's that, you know. But the thing is, is that to us, it's much more than that simply because it's like really done by ourselves and it took a lot more and honestly dude murphy's law was knocking at our door murphy's law was like hey let me try to screw this up any way i can so every turn we took in terms of completing mainly the gopro video the shirt was a better process but mainly the gopro video every turn we took to be like all right next step of this video boom something happened i'm gonna tell you right now Okay, I mean, I'm going to get into other stuff about the edit, but just real quick, just to get an idea of it. I went to downtown Tampa for one scene in this video. You're going to see it in the edit, right? 
there's a part where it's like these like world effects, these globe effects that happens right after a little water sequence. Okay, one of those world effects, I drove to downtown just to film that one effect that happened that quickly, and I got a flat tire. Fixed it, drove it to a gas station, pumped up the spare tire, and then went home, and then I edited it into the, uh, the final project. Just for that one scene, got a full flat tire. Still haven't fixed it right now. Um, so, yeah, that's not fun. But I didn't care because I knew that like this video has the potential to do uh, good things for us. But mainly it's just because it's like one of our bigger releases since chapter two. And so I just, it just, I just knew it was important. You know, when there's something that you feel passionate about and like, you know, there's things going wrong. Like if you're, if you really want to do it, you'll go right over that thing that's going wrong. Like, it's just like, all right, well, it's another obstacle. Fuck it. I'm going to keep going. So for me, that flat tire was just like life testing my ass. It was just like, oh, you, you want to film a GoPro video, Tyler, do you? All right, here, let's fuck up your tire. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, life. <laughs> I'm going to do this shit. And so, yeah. Um, but your boy broke and doesn't fix the tire yet. Yo, parkour athletes are so damn broke. <laughs> Unless you work at a gym even then, because I worked at a gym too. Um, and yeah, it's just, I, I got no money to fix the tire right now. But anyway, uh, first talking point in terms of our release, the shirt, right? The 14T. Now, why does the shirt, ex shirt exist? Why is it there? I'm going to keep it brief because we did release a blog, right? That's one of my points is to tell you that there is a blog. It's been uh, it's been available for the past three days now, three days prior to the release, which is today, uh, and it tells you everything. There's a there's a cool little edit that we used, um, uh, Night Lavelle, you know, as like a you know cool trap song. There's a bunch of you know the story about why it's made, how we made it. There's pictures, all that stuff. It's a cool little blog just to give you you know a background information and add more value to the shirt because it's more than just the logo that we slapped onto the front. And the 14 on the back. Some of you may be asking what the 14 means. 14 is the year that we started Soulful Movement, 2014. So that is our number, if you will. And then the line logos, I'm actually wearing the shirt right now, uh, is SFM. If you're watching the podcast on YouTube, you can see on my chest, there's the Gloss and Bloom line logo, our newest version of the line logo that we have. The lines signif uh, signify the, the letters of Soulful Movement, SFM. Uh, and, you know, the shirt's more than just <clears throat> slapping that on there. Basically, in the past, Tony and I have... I'm going to be speaking a little bit for Tony today because he's not here right now. Uh, and I, I have to film this before we before we leave. Like I said, this is filmed before we left to World Chase Tech. Um, Tony and I have tried many times to create clothing for social movement. And we've honestly... We've, we've failed them. And there's been, you know, several different avenues. You know, we're talking like specifically talking to a manufacturer... Uh, having uh, our buddies that own their own like printing shop do stuff for us, you know, way, way back when we first started, we did like custom ink or Vista print, something like that, you know, like super basic beginner, not knowing what, how to make clothes type thing. Uh, we've done fundraisers. We've hyped people up. We've done, we've done Kickstarter um, and fundraiser. I mean like a jam at a gym. We've done uh, Kickstarter. We've made like little lookbook edits for our clothing line that had still yet to be produced. Right. They were just, they were just samples. We made a Kickstarter video, like a lookbook type cool edit out of our samples. It wasn't even like the clothing line was produced because we were trying to fund it. And then, you know, we got quoted for how much it would be to fund it like professionally. And we're like, we don't have anywhere near that type of money. So we kept on failing and failing and failing. And it finally gets to the point where I realized, I was like, man, I'm really depending on others right now just to make a, a, a simple shirt design that's meant to represent us and what we're currently doing. You know, we're not big name guys, okay? We're not big name, you know, like store and fraying and stuff like that. So we don't got that like cash and just like that importance to make dope streetwear type clothing. We just need something cool, simple that represents 
where our brand is and how it's growing and anybody that wants to uh, support us. That's it. And I was relying on too many different sources just to get that fucking simple ass project done. So I snapped and I was like, I'm going to do it myself. Okay. And so thankfully, right over at uh, Fort Lauderdale, Gabe Sage, Mission Parkour, right? He's got a whole just, and in his living room, there's just like a whole production set for shirts. He's got the press. He's got the Titan vinyl printing machine. He's got the tools to weed, all that stuff. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to get the samples that I want, order them, and we're going to print and cut and hand press our own shirts. And so that's what we did. I ordered a certain quantity amount of just black shirts just to start off simple because before in the past, like I said before, failures, we have ordered too many shirts, too big of a quantity, whatever, and they didn't do well and they're just sitting there. So I was like, okay, I need just a, a, a normal, like a color that everybody wouldn't argue against, a simple design that people wouldn't complain about, you know, something that's not too edgy because, like I said, we're not big enough to just release an edgy shirt, something simple enough that people would represent, and a small enough quantity to where we can pretty much sell all of it out. And so I ordered a specific amount of uh, black sample shirts from a website, and then after that I ordered it straight to Gabe's house. I drove to Gabe's house. Uh, I We purchased the vinyl, and then what we did was we – put all the, the, the design, the logos on the program to where it fit, to where we can get the most out of the vinyl. Then the machine cut it out. Then we had to hand weed it. Then we placed it on the shirt, measured it to make sure it's centered and then hand pressed it. And we did that for all shirts. And I'm like, this is a soulful moving shirt because I was hands on with it. And I'm not relying on other people. I'm like, all right, make sure the logo's like this and like that. In the future, yeah, I would love to do that because, you know, I want our clothes to get higher and higher quality. But for now, we just need a dope shirt that's like, you know what? That's Soulful Movement. I want to wear it. I like what they're producing. Simple enough shirt. Cheap cheap cost. Let's get it rolling, right? So I just wanted to do that. So as soon as all shirts were done, I was like, I think this is it. Like the beginning of like having our hands in the process instead of just relying on others, relying on others, relying on Like, fuck that. So that's what the 14T was born out of. That plus I would ask a lot of people that come by the HQ and be like, what do you guys think of our samples from our previous uh, attempts? Like around 2017, 18, Tony and I were producing like these really cool urban streetwear like samples, but that were clearly too much to produce long-term. And they're like, well, this shirt's this, that. Like everyone had like an own little thing about it because it was just like, we were pushing the edginess for our brand to have, since our brand is like not that well known, like I said, for the other team names, it was too edgy for that, right? Needs to be simpler. So I took their advice. I took me being frustrated about relying on others, put it together. And I was like, boom, the 14 T. So it's just supposed to be this simple dope shirt that allows you to represent self movement for where the brand is at currently and how it's progressing. Uh, in 2000 and actually this year, sorry. In January, we went through like a, a rebranding, like a restart. Our YouTube got all messy because of bang and all the, and the algorithm got messed up. Not the algorithm. Sorry. Our, just our views and everything got messed up. So we just did a restart and we're like, okay, we need a, just a new logo. We're going to approach our YouTube content differently. We're going to approach the way we train differently. We like, we just started to approach everything differently because everything changed. You know, we moved here. We're not in South Florida anymore. And so we just needed like a, a reboot. And so this shirt is like representing that reboot of the brand and for what's to come. And so I also needed to figure out a way on how to promote it better. And so naturally your boys come up with some stupid ass stuff. And as you saw yesterday, we tried to consume 14,000 calories, 14,000 calories for the 14 T the blog, the edit, the pictures, they're all, it's all just new endeavors on how to do the clothing process. Right. Cause before we straight up failed. Okay. I'm just going to say it like that. And I was sick of it. So that's a little backstory in terms of like the 14 T. Uh, if you guys 
like the blog, if you guys like the pictures, if you guys enjoyed the 14,000 calorie video, if you guys enjoy my little rant on the backstory behind our clothing failures, um, then go ahead and head to our website and check out the shirt. If you like it, go ahead and purchase it. We'll ship it right to you. Boom. Um, so yeah, the 14 T super cool. We hope that it does well. We hope that we do more. I have more ideas. Obviously we have ideas for higher, like quality type clothing. Uh, so we'll see where it goes, but that's our first release. Our second release, the GoPro X SoFlow video. Oh my fuck. Sorry, that had to come out. Okay. And you know what? That needed a sip of coffee too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> now that's some creamer. <laughs> Dude, in case you guys don't know, there's a paper towel behind the hideout sign that says fuck you. <laughs> um right, so the GoPro X Sofal video, how did that come out? Good question. Basically in like May, like super late May, um, we got in contact with GoPro and they decided to uh, want to see what we can do. And they sent us free equipment. But the thing is, is that this was from the European branch. So they sent, they had to send monkey all of the equipment. And then we had to give monkey all the information and shipping money to then ship it to us. We let him keep half. Cause you know, he needed that half. We wanted the other half, um, of the equipment. And we had to like go through weeks of waiting to like get monkey to ship out the GoPro equipment. Once we finally got it, then we could start production. Now between that point that we got the equipment at monkey's house to where it actually arrived at our place, this song by bring me the horizon, my favorite band parasite Eve came out. And I literally tuned in to BBC radio one on the internet, like two hours before the song was public, just so I can listen to it for the first time as soon as possible to begin visualizing this video. Because when GoPro goes, Hey, what do you guys got? You don't just do something. You got to go big. At least that's what we do, right? Like you got to just be like, oh, oh you, you want to see what we can do? Well, we're going to try our best. <laughs> and so I was really trying to go hard in like the visualiz visualization. For example, if you guys seen our video chapter two, all of those ideas came to me as I listened to that song while I was on a two mile jog, right? Every time I went for a two mile jog and I played Sugar Honey Ice Tea by Bring Me With Horizon, the shots that are in chapter two would come across my mind. So I was kind of trying to do the same thing, but different. So I locked myself in my closet in the dark and like I put a sleeping mask on. So it was like super dark. And I just try to let my brain go all over the place with ideas. And, uh, what came up with what I came up with originally was that there's like this abandoned place. There's this one single character and he's like panicking, trying to get to this box that has this light and inside of it, excuse me, got the coffee burps. Oh, Inside of it is like what contains essentially the video and it, and it goes inside the box and all this crazy stuff happens that essentially is supposed to allow the viewer to be like, this was all filmed on a GoPro camera, right? This isn't supposed to be your boys banging shit out, right? This isn't supposed to be a video where your guys are like, hey, look at this 14 running pre stick, right? Look at this safety pre stick. Call me Marcio, dude. No, that's not that type of video. I mean, granted, we do want to do some big jumps in this video, but the main thing was look how cool we can transform the features of GoPro into a weird like cool quirky massive edit that has a lot going on because the you know I guess the wow factor of this video is more so the production side and the choreography of a team you get to see how like us as a team are like together in this project and the intricacies that it took takes in the editing plus utilizing GoPro's famous features especially on the max camera 
So I was trying to think of all that stuff um, while I was listening to the song every time. And so was Tony. And so the idea was that like there's like this dark, abandoned, grimy place. There's a dude. There's one character. He's like running through. There's like red flashing lights. You know, obviously in my head it's more dramatic than what we can actually produce based off the time frame that we had. And then he finds this box. There's a light. He opens it. Goes through. And then this whole video unfolds and this crazy adventure. I mean, not adventure, but more like crazy stunts and whatnot, utilizing the camera's features. And then at the end of it, it zooms back out. And then the light dims to sh reveal a GoPro camera, essentially saying. This is what go. This is what you could do with GoPro. This is what GoPro can do, right? If you really put, you know, your imagination and time and effort, you can make a crazy video. Whether it's like super cinematic, pretty, or like this really weird hardcore edit, like what we did. Uh, and that was kind of like the premise of the video. And all the little individual scenes that you see obviously changed over time, but like a lot of it, you know, showed up in Tony and Maya's head. Like for example, the beginning part where it's like warping through all these different environments, that was all Tony. For some reason, when he heard the song, he just imagined that because he took two pieces, the song and the features of the Max camera, which is the time warp effect. And he just kind of put them together and his head came up with that scene and it's super sick. Um, so what I was saying earlier is that when we went to go film for this fucking video, <laughs> There would be things going wrong. It would start to rain. Something would break down. Once again, my flat tire. The uh, We forgot to charge the battery. Uh, the scene didn't turn out how we wanted it to, so we had to go somewhere else or change it, or we had to visit different places to get it, right? Like, say, for example, the forest scene in the beginning where it, you know, goes through the forest. That was, like, the fourth forest we tried. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just like, oh, I know a forest. Let me go there. And then we just like, oh, this ought to work. No, we tried four different forests. <laughs> Right, and then the fucking final one stuck, which is the one that you saw. But it, we had to basically drive somewhere, walk through it, get back home, speed it up, and then be like, "Does this work?" And then we're like, "Nope." And then we had to try again. Uh, dude. Okay, the scene, the ball, another once again, another ball scene, like the the burn na na with the worlds turning after the water sequence, the one that looks like a planet of water. I drove an hour and four minutes to Clearwater Beach. Parked in a parking lot where you had to pay, but I didn't care. Got out, ran across the beach in the sand, and then just freaking Daniel Hassel... What's his fucking name? David Hasselhoff my ass into the ocean, submerged myself underwater, but stuck the camera out, and then I went back in my car and drove off another hour and four minutes just to get that one scene. Because all it is is just sticking the camera out, and then you you know, you know add the tiny planet effect, and then boom, that's it. It's a, it's a ball of water, which is what I wanted. And that was it. So I drove two hours just for that one scene. And then I went to downtown and got the flat tire. That was all in one day. So Murphy's Law was just freaking, let me fuck shit up for you. And we're all like, no, please, no. <laughs> we're already damaged. <laughs> please, no. <laughs> right? And uh, But we didn't care because we knew this thing had to get done. And we were passionate about it. And it's also just like one of the weirdest things we've ever made. And I'm proud of that because we were hit with new effects that the camera can do, new features that it's capable of. And so that opens up a new world of post-production capabilities. And we're like, yeah, we're going to try it. And so we had to, you know, we had to study uh, what the camera can do. Tony looked, uh, Tony utilized the links that GoPro provided for him for all the features that the Max can do. And then from there, we started to play with that and then came up with ideas for the video. And so there was so many like back to back to back, like, nope, got to do it next day. Nope, got to do it next day all right, we did it today, but we got half of it. Like we tried so many different ways. And I, let me tell you, this has not been the smoothest production of a video that for self movement that I've ever had. Like this has been the rockiest and most difficult, uh, video that we've made for, in terms of like 
quite literally going out and doing it and also creating and also imagining it. I've had videos come to my head and Tony too, way smoother than this. I mean, this took me a fat minute to come up with to the point where I started getting worried. I was like, am I not as creative as I used to be or something? And, you know, it could be due to the fact that what's happened in my life, it's kind of blocking my creative flow, but still it was, it was hard to imagine because we were only supposed to use GoPro cameras. So you can't really like, if you have like, for example, the Sony, that's the podcast is recording on right now, the seven, uh, S2, you can't really create the same type of quality shot or impact with the GoPro because it's just two different type of cameras. One's a, you know, very nice mirrorless camera and the other one's an action camera. So that was also hard in imagining it. So imagining it and then adapting it to where it's realistic because, you know, your first creation of a video is kind of unrealistic. You know, you, you may, um, you may just not perceive certain spots correctly. You forget that this existed that, you know, you go to your location that you want to tr that film and you're like, I did not remember that there, you know? So then when you adapt it to the realistic side, imagining it even then was hard. And then actually going out and making the damn thing was, was difficult. And it's taken us months. They sent us, well, we got the cameras from monkey. I want to say at some point in June, right? And we're releasing it today. It's October 14th. So that, there you go. Yeah, the song came out June 27th. So th there's a time frame for you. And uh, yeah, that was, that was not easy. So all of that BS that I'm ranting about uh, <laughs> basically says it'd mean a lot if you guys can go watch the video and, you know, interact with it as in like liking and commenting and, and what have you. Um, and, and we also wanted to utilize it to per uh, promote the shirt more, you know, like a, kind of like a, a fun bundle thing. Like, look, there's the, the, here, here's the video plus the shirt. You know, that's why we came up with the 14,000 calorie video. Cause we thought that was just like a fun way to promote everything that's going on because we haven't had much being promoted like this in a long time, especially cause of this COVID crap. Hey, your boy went and got tested and they, Tony and I got tested at the same time in the same room. Right. And we did the nose swab, right? They can stuck the thing in my nose. And then the next day in the morning while I was pooping, they were like, hi, is this Tyler Gatewood? And I was like, yeah. In my head, I was like, could have waited a little bit longer because I was about to release, right? But they didn't. They called me right before my... And so they're like, hey, uh, we're calling to tell you that you have positive for COVID. And then instantly my asshole was like, oh. And I was like, you're telling me I have Corona? You're telling me I have Rona, dude. And they were like, yeah, yeah, that's right. And you're going to have to quarantine until the 10th of October. And I was like, you understand that the reason why I went is because I have this competition to do. And they're asking for the results. Shit's going down. Um, so you're telling me I can't compete? And they're like, well, you know, we'll, um, you are supposed to quarantine until then. So if you're supposed to be there, then it should line up perfectly. And I was like, all right. All right. So that was it. Hung up. Then I pooped. I was like, fuck, I got corona. Don't believe it because I haven't showed a single symptom. And neither is Tony or Julian. So then I'm waiting. I was like, okay, well, then if I have it, then so does Tony. So does Tony. Hey, guess who didn't have Rona? Tony. So guess what doesn't make any fucking sense? My test results. Okay. If he's negative and I'm positive, something went wrong. So I had to go get another test on SoFlo's dime, which wasn't cheap because it was urgent care. And this was the real test where they freaking shoved that thing in my nose. And they're like, we're just going to penetrate you. I'm just like, okay. 
They do it in your car, right? So she came out of the urgent care right to the parking lot. And she was like, hey, I just want you to relax. And I thought it was the regular one, like the first testing where it was just inside of the nose. And then she was like, okay, just relax. And she kept going. She was like, just relax, relax. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and it just went in and I started crying a little bit because, you know, sinuses or whatever. Those test results came back and I'm negative. You know why? Because that's what makes sense, dude. The three of us living together have showed zero symptoms, and it would be insane for it to be just all coincidentally asymptomatic, right? Tony's negative. I'm negative. Pretty sure Julian is. He got his test. He did his test last week, you know? Um, so that was that was just – I don't even know why I got – why did I get onto that? Don't know. Um, so anyway, yeah, just go watch the GoPro video <laughs> and invest in um, – invest your time in looking at the shirt and whatnot and the little blog page we uh made in case you haven't seen it already um but anyway let me go back to the book of truth and see what else i have written down uh oh wait no i don't think i was done talking about the gopro video real quick um or was i shit i hate when this happens coffee break dude get my thoughts back give me one second I've said so much and it's only been 25 minutes. See, when there's no one here, there's no stopping me. Maybe some of you guys are listening right now and we're like, geez, did, has he taken a breath yet? Yeah, I have. Wim Hof. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, dude. So I got tested for uh, Corona because of uh, World Chase Tag, obviously. And uh, came back positive at first. And that was a little bit of a scare. Can't believe I believe him because it just doesn't make any sense. It just didn't make any sense. And Tony and Julian were like, I'm going to stay away from you just in case. Yo, hey, <laughs> you would have had it already. Meaning either your test is wrong or mine is. And mine was. Um, damn, I keep taking the key out of this book of truth. There you go. That's oh, all good. So, uh, GoPro, uh, let's see how long it's been. Different, different results. Yeah, the song the song is awesome because it's like weird but like hard, going hard rock, you know. And we just kind of wanted that effect. And so we also attempted not only to be like, "Hey, this was all made in GoPro cameras," and then you as a viewer are like, "Wow, this is made on GoPro cameras." But we also wanted to make the edit to where the visuals match the audio experience of the song, you know. So when you hear the song as it's doing its weird stuff. Cause it's, it's, it's a very, you know, it's, it's ironically about COVID too, or at least the songwriting shifted into that. Uh, it's just all weird and stuff. We wanted the visuals of our video to also match that. So there's going to be like really like laid over effects some crazy stuff. Um, the movement we wanted to match it as well. <clears throat> but once again, it's just to show our like max crazy capabilities of post-production skills when it comes to utilizing the GoPro cameras, especially the Max, because that Max camera, the GoPro Max camera is nuts. You're, it's basically just a sphere. You're, you're filming on a sphere. When you first use it, if you've never used it before, it's a bit odd to use and edit with, but after a while, you're like, oh, I can see how I can make some dope stuff with this. I can see how I can make some weird stuff, and even then, I feel like after this video is released, which is today, um, go watch it if you've seen it yet. Just pause this podcast, go over the video, right? Go over to Soulful Movement's main account, Watch it and then come back, right? Um, 
we still I feel like we still haven't explored all of the possibilities with the editing on the max uh, just because it's that crazy you know you can just go off different avenues um, <clears throat> saying I'm a lot hate it so much the book that I read about podcasting said to not do it <laughs> so yeah man this uh, this podcast is released also on the day that the video and shirt is released and the day before was the 14,000 calorie challenge which I hope you like so that'll wrap up our two releases. We've, I believe, had enough promotion. I just promoted it through the podcast, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Now we're going to move on to what the fuck we've been going, what we've been doing recently. Now, as you're listening and watching this podcast, we are at World Chase Tag. I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to say that. We're at World Chase Tag. And let me tell you, the way that I perceive this experience, or opportunity rather, is vastly different than the other guys in our team. Uh, I'm not going to go into details to why, but just know that my mind has a way to favorably screw me. It has a way to seriously, especially at first, the initial stuff, really want to mess with me. And, you know, there might be people out there that, oh, well, I'm, I'm World Chase Tag, but I'm nervous. And that's normal. Or, you know, I'm at World Chase Tag, and I'm really excited. I can't wait to meet everybody. And I, I just, you know, I just want to see how good I can do. That's fantastic. Not me, dude. Not me. And once again, I'm not going to get into it. Because it's just going to sound like I got problems pulling sympathy cards. Not going to happen. Okay? Because your boy wants to have a good time. I do. I also want to do good. I also don't know what I'm doing. And I also don't know how I got into it. See, Tony was the main man. He took care of all the connections with the World Chase Tag guys. All that stuff. All the email back and forth. Communicating within our team. Right? We had to handpick our team. It's called Team SoFlow. Um, all that stuff. He took care of that. You know? I believe they contacted us. And then from there, Tony was like, yep, we'll do it. We're called Team SoFlow because we want to represent Florida. We want to represent SoFlow movement, South Florida community, North Florida community, all that stuff. We're like, yep, we'll do it. We're Team SoFlow. Let me know what you guys need. And then over time, you know, they asked for, you know, COVID results, you know, which color shirt we want, blah, 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 blah. And Tony took care of all that, man. The main man. Um, and that's awesome. Why? Because I was shutting down. To the point where I didn't want to watch a single video. I didn't want to hear about it. I don't want to read about it. Because like I said, my mind will just turn on me. And so to avoid that, to avoid having a bad experience with this crazy awesome opportunity, I just had to seclude myself away from that up until the time got closer. Because now I feel a whole lot better. Now I've viewed a different way. Why? Good. That's what I was going to say. We've been practicing. The moment it hit me, literally... For a week straight, what I've been doing is running two miles in the morning, doing some cardio with duct tape on my mouth, and then at night, we would go practice at Shinobi School for free because they are awesome. We would practice at Shinobi School, legit full-on rounds with each other, and then at night, another two miles. And I was doing that every single day. My body was like, why do you hate me? And then I would tell my mind, be like, why do you hate me? <laughs> He's got problems. And so... I was just hunkering down because I knew that there's other athletes that are competing in this thing that are just far better than me, far faster, far more confident. So I got to find my niche to get my training in to make sure that I'm ready. So it was four miles a day and two different sessions of high intensity interval training, you know, that fast cardio, one of them being the actual practicing of the rounds. You know, we had a zoom call with the world chase tag guys and they're such awesome dudes. 
I love their message. I love their vibe. I love what they want to do with this. And I believe that World Chase Tag can go a long way. And once again, this is anybody that's competing on it. It's a great opportunity. And that's something I didn't want to lose on. Right? So when I see Tony, you know, handling all this business, I'm like, damn, man, I feel like a freaking loser for not being more involved with the communication. Because I'm so used to, you know, having, leading a community, really. Uh, in South Florida, that's what I did. Uh, you know, hosting events, all these things, coaching classes, et cetera, et cetera. And then... I just not having anything to do with the communication of the world chase tag. I just felt like an ultimate loser simply because up here was trying to screw with me. So I got to a point where I was like, enough is enough. I'm going to do something about it. And so I started training. I started finding that answer through a bunch of cardio training, a bunch of endurance training and a bunch of explosive training, right? Both. Um, Cause it's a cardio game, man. Right. Cause if you're the evader and you make it the 20 seconds in that round, you don't get tagged. Hey, 30 seconds rest. You're at it again. And if you're out of cardio, if you're out of breath, you're fucked. You get tagged. And that's where the game is at, dude. So I didn't want to be that guy. So I put duct tape on my mouth because my personal trainer told me to. Once again, sound like a rich fuck. I'm not. It's just personal trainer. Put duct tape on my mouth so I can only breathe through my nose. Right? Tony had to do it too. I don't know why I'm pointing at an empty chair because <laughs> he would be sitting there. Put duct tape on my mouth so I can be breathing primarily through my nose and I guess, you know, up the capacity of oxygen once I remove the tape when I breathe through my mouth I can handle more uh obviously so I've been doing that and then I started going overboard and I told my personal trainer about that and he was like you are burning the candle at both ends and you need to stop right now especially if you want to be okay for the comp and I was like oh oh yep overdid it again <laughs> so yesterday I took a rest today today I took two mile run and that's it um and then it when Julian comes home that's also another reason why I'm doing this podcast by myself. Julian's at work. Uh, when he comes home, we'll probably go to the gym and do a couple rounds. Cause you know, practicing for that can get very exhausting very quickly. And it was even harder to do it when I was doing that much cardio in the same day, you know? So I, I don't think I've actually yet to practice a full, you know, session with just being fresh without having had done already two miles and, you know, some cardio in the morning. Um, so that's what we've been doing. And Tony has been going ham. Cause here's the thing. Like I said, I was having that issue where I was avoiding it. Um, Tony had the opposite thing. He was watching athletes. He was studying them. He was like, oh, this person likes to do that. This person does this. This person's really good at that. I mean, he was doing his homework, man. He was ready because he's right. This is an opportunity. Um, and so, yeah, uh, right now as this podcast is live, uh, we're probably competing or, or something and I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how we're going to do or what's going to go down, but I hope it's awesome. I hope we make new friends. I hope we make new connections and I hope we perform well. The other people that we picked in our team that are, that is not actually officially part of soulful movement are very fast guys that we know from our South Florida community, right? Our hometown, our home community, rather, uh, fast dudes, efficient guys. Uh, it's Raul, Sean and Jonathan, uh, Raul. Once again, he was on this podcast, uh, Sean is from Fort Myers. Hopefully I can get him on here. Great guy, very powerful. And then obviously Jonathan, who is the definition of power. And he is a coach at Miami Free Running. So it's uh, the six of us <clears throat> and uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, nobody really knows what they're doing, dude. This is, I think this is the first time in America. So it's going to be on NBCSN, NBC Sports Network. And uh, the first episode, it was already aired on October 12th, just like kind of, kind of an introduction. But then the rest of it will be aired between November and December 18th right i believe so and uh yeah we'll see what goes down maybe you'll watch our freaking demise or you'll you know watch us surprise you all who knows i don't know but all i know is that i care more now and i have found like a personal why behind it like a personal journey that uh this competition is kind of an outlet for and so 
yeah, we'll see what goes down. Uh, I've never trained on the quad, so that's a new thing. The gym that we're practicing at isn't like world chase tag type obstacles. There's a lot of blind spots. You know, we're just you just we're just using what we got. Some two mile jogs, duct tape, and a gym. You know, that's it. That's all we can do. And we're just a bunch of Florida boys, man. We're just we're just the weird dudes. We're just the Florida boys that not a lot of people know about. And we're gonna be on TV, and so we're not gonna just like take this lightly which comes with the stress of like maybe adding too much pressure to yourself. And then that's where not enjoying the experience comes in into play, which is part of my issue. Um, so yeah, we'll see what, uh, we'll see what goes down, but essentially we've been training for world chase tag this whole time. And right now, currently that's where we are. Even though this episode is me by myself here in the house, I recorded this ahead of time. Cause I'm smart. Uh, where are we at now? Are we at 36 minutes? Oh my God. I've said so much. That's what happens when it's just me. Another coffee break? Oh, I think so. I don't need the book of truth. Yeah, it's like 35 calories per tablespoon of this creamer. I think I put like seven. That's a lie. So right now, in real time, as I record this, I am still editing the GoPro video. We just released the trailer and the Take It Outside season two, which by the way, guys, better than the first season. Okay. So for those of you who are listening from South Florida, you guys know the Take It Outside series. If you're listening to this in another state, thank you, by the way. But secondly, we make a video series for Miami Fruiting Academy, which is essentially um, a year-long series, one video per month, that showcases an athlete training outside, and then they come across a challenge that they're scared of, and then they kind of close their eyes and reminisce on the training that they've done in the gym to just showcase how you can utilize a gym for a challenge to take outside, right? That's the whole concept behind a gym. You go to a gym to train safely, get the thing you want, get over your fear, and then boom, take it outside immediately. Because that's where parkour and fear running is supposed to be done at, dude. There was a time where there were no gyms. People had to chuck shit in the sand and grass. Wasn't the safest, but it's all they had. So now with the gym, you can train the safest and then take it outside. So that's kind of like the whole series, what it's promoting. We want to do it with other gyms. That'd be great. Um, so we made season one in 2019, and now we just uh, started to release uh, season two this year, and it's going to go into next year. The first episode will be on October 18th, and uh, it's it's one of the best. And it's, it's with Gabe, by the way, the guy that helped make the 14T. He is the the main athlete in that video, Mission Parkour. And, of course, we have Joy Hill, his wife. Uh, they tag-team the video, and it's super fun, especially the beginning and ending. So, anyway, that series is super fun, and we just released a trailer for it. For it? English Goodly? Tyler can't speak. For it. And uh, we hope we hope you guys like the, the series. We tried to do new things with the post-production side of it where we kind of – we implemented GoPro this time around. The transitions from outside to the gym are different. Um, music choices. It's just everything is just bigger and better. The end cards with the people talking. We just wanted to implement new ideas. And so will there be a season three? I don't know. Once again, we'd like to do a Take It Out series with other gyms. So if there's another gym listening right now, let's do Take It Outside for your guys' community and your gym. That'd be awesome. SoFlow Movement will produce it. Um, but yeah. All in all, this podcast is mainly to catch you guys up on how we've been training and how we've been taking the World Chase Tag uh, opportunity, which is nuts. 
I mean, it's nuts, honestly, because I was on a Nerf commercial last year and that was like pretty crazy, but it was like a set. You know what I mean? It wasn't like competition. It wasn't other parkour athletes. I was on set with other actors and I just did a couple vaults and that was it. Also, I was overweight. Your boy was 220. What the fuck was I doing? Now I'm 195. Well, I go in between like 93 and 96, but you know, whatever. Uh, I'm lighter than that summer. That summer was, that was a fat summer. Uh, anyway, this is different though. This is televised competition with real parkour athletes that can kick my ass. Tavon. <laughs> oh, that's scary. Um, so it's crazy opportunity for us. So flow dudes, some Florida boys, you know what I mean? Hope we're not this, the butt end of a joke. You know what I mean? Oh, oh this is our opportunity to show people our passion, our heart, and our capabilities so it is nuts and once again for me personally the way i took it was not easy because i have an issue where my mind can turn on me and i have to do certain things to view the situation to where i feel calm again and so it took me a while to do that and through that process tony's been handling all of it and it's been awesome so we are about five days away from actually going but this podcast is released in the future so uh, so that's what that is and then also this is meant to let you guys know uh backstory behind the gopro video and the shirt which you know was also an endeavor um i want to do more clothing stuff i really like the the we take inspiration from our father rob bailey flagner fail the blog idea, the blog concept, you know, doing a fun little video to promote it. Uh, the pictures are better than before. You know, our pictures are of our clothing are better than we've done before. Um, you know, just promoting it in a fun way, but also in a professional manner to represent that rebranding that we went through in January of this year. <clears throat> it's it's all just, it's all, we want to make it all connected. You know, before our old channel, Sofa Archives, and the clothes we did, it's just all a mess. And so this time we want to make it clean and neat. And I believe we've begun doing that with this shirt. So that it represents that. It represents the fact that we've gone through failures in the past. It also represents just our brand and where it's at and where it's going. And it's just simple design for you guys to rep if you enjoy us. Um, if, if you don't, still buy one and then burn it. <laughs> oh, man. 41 minutes of me just fucking ranting. So anyway, guys, uh, I'm going to cut it off here just because there's a lot going on today with our stuff and I don't want to like override the fucking profiles that we have. And also, you know, right now I'm probably sitting and watching some dudes try not to touch each other and then waiting my turn <laughs> stressfully. I should probably just down a dick ton of CBD oil, bro. Just glug, glug, glug. I'm chilling. Tavon, come get me, bro. Why do I always go to Taiwan? Probably because everyone's like, he's the fastest. Ah, oh, I spilled fucking coffee. It's all good, dude. It's all good. That's why you don't swirl it like I just did. So, uh, yeah. Uh, check out the 14T. I'm wearing it right now. Uh, check out the GoPro X SoFlow video that just nearly wanted us to make us quit editing. <laughs> just fuck this. And, um... Yeah, look forward to the World Chase Tag episodes.
All right, Rebels, that's all for today's task. To so know when the next one is, check your at Rebel updates on Instagram. Spread the word of the hideout to others who you think can join this movement by sharing this any way you can. Show your host some love by liking, commenting, and rating this and telling me that I have messed up the monologue. And to show some extra love, write a review. If you guys get lost along the way, don't hesitate to email us with questions or nudes at the hideout at soflowmvmnt.com. Check out soflowmvmnt.com for merch. 14D. And more, plus follow our other profiles here to stay up to date with whatever we are doing. Rebels of the Cause, sign in. Transmission complete. That is all today, Rebels. Report back to the hideout next week for your new task. Over and out. Slow piece of shit.